Hey friend, welcome back to the Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation, helping you heal your relationship to food, exercise your body, and most importantly, yourself. It is great to be back here with you again this week. I hope that your week is off to a great start. I hope you are having a fantastic day so far and that you are just enjoying the season of life, whatever season that is that you're in while you're listening to this. Uh, For us, this is really the first official day of summer break, although it doesn't really feel like it looking outside and uh, just feeling some cooler temps uh, these past couple of days. But I am definitely looking forward to a little bit more relaxed season over the next several weeks while the kids are out of school. Uh, Really just trying to be super intentional, I think, about how I am scheduling my work days how I am spending time with the kids, but also trying to create a little bit more margin in the day so that things don't feel quite as chaotic or rushed or busy. And so uh, wherever you find yourself in life, uh, potentially that is what you are needing as well, is just to kind of take an audit of all the things that you have going on in your life, the things that are filling your time, and just ask yourself, is, is all of this stuff necessary? Is this what I should be spending my time on? Is this what I want to be spending my time on? And if not, or if you feel like you also are in a season of needing to kind of take some things out of the schedule, then now is always a great time to get started on making some of those changes. Uh, That's not really actually what we're talking about in this podcast episode, but I do feel like it kind of goes well with the topic that we will be covering today, which is really how to work out if you are short on time. So I work with a lot of women that are juggling all the different things. Uh, They're typically busy either running their own business or they've got a very successful and sometimes demanding career outside of the home, but they also have kids or they have a, a husband and they've got the family life stuff too. And so they're really trying to figure out, you know, how do I balance taking care of my work, of my family, but also taking care of myself so that it doesn't feel like I'm always getting the short end of the stick or I'm always kind of putting myself on the back burner. And I think a lot of times what ends up happening is we think that in order to get great results or really improve our health or our fitness, that we have to work out several days a week for an hour minimum. And what I see happen a lot, this is definitely the mindset and the way that I used to approach exercise. And what I notice a lot of times with my clients is that it's like, if I can't do it all, if I can't follow the plan right, you know, quote unquote, right or perfectly, then I might as well not do it at all. Or they put so much pressure on themselves to do everything right or perfectly that they end up exhausting themselves and really burning themselves out and kind of going to the other end of the spectrum and just not doing anything at all. So a question kind of came up recently with a client and she is really just noticing that She wants to get like 30 minutes of exercise in around work, around her family life. She's pretty new to lifting and is just not sure where to start. Um, And so what I would kind of say to her and what I am saying to you as well, if you find yourself in this place where you really do only have, you know, maybe 30 minutes to work out, but you're still wanting to get your body moving, you're still wanting to feel like you get a quality workout, 
then what I would encourage you to do is to really focus on kind of the main lifts, what I would call kind of the meat and potatoes of exercises. So what does that mean? Um, I'm always kind of looking to program in sort of a squat pattern or more of a knee dominant move, which would be like a lunge, a squat, a step up, your leg press, um, you have your Bulgarian split squats. Uh, if you don't know what these are, feel free to either reach out to me or of course you could just Google it or look it up on YouTube. And then you want to include more of a hip dominant. So this is going to be your deadlift. So either two, two legs, a bilateral deadlift, you can do a single leg deadlift, um, you can do hip thrust, glute bridges, those kinds of things. So something that's really targeting more the hip joint. And then I look at putting in an upper body press or push. So this could be like an overhead dumbbell press, uh, push-ups, a bench press, all the different variations in there. And then an upper body pull. So this could be your row, your pull-ups, your pull-downs, anything where your upper body is going through that pulling motion. And then we want to look at adding in maybe at least one to two core exercises. So typically this could be your plank, your side plank. It could be a farmer's carry, a front-loaded carry, um, different plank variations, your pal-off press, all of these different things, right? So again, I, I know I'm just kind of rattling off some exercises. Some of them may be familiar to you. Some of them, your head might be spinning and you're like, Alicia, what are you talking about? Um, but really, it's just the idea of having kind of those four main movement patterns and then a couple of core exercises. And typically what I would say is if you're just starting out, um, depending on you know how long you've been exercising, how long it's been since you've really been consistent with exercise, I would start with you know two to three sets going for 12 to 15 reps. So working a little bit more of the muscular endurance to just kind of get your body either used to working out or used to lifting or kind of getting back into that lifting. And then from there, we would look at, of course, adding a little bit of weight and decreasing the reps. Now for me and stuff that I am implementing with my clients is oftentimes a little bit more uh, cycle syncing the workouts to our monthly cycle. Now, of course, if you are have already gone through menopause, then this is something that doesn't really pertain to you. But if you're still menstruating, I really like to encourage women to partner with their bodies, right? So it's like, that's the whole spiel about the intuitive and the mindful eating. So we want to learn like what our body is needing, what it's asking for, and then being able to match that appropriate appropriately, whether that's with food, uh, working out your sleep, different stress techniques and coping and things like that. And so working out is really no different. So again, like if you're first getting started, I would definitely still say let's work that muscular endurance. So maybe those higher reps with some lighter weights. And then as you start to get a little bit more seasoned, start to build up some of that endurance, then we could start to play around with the reps, the sets, the weight and things like that, and really look at matching it to where you're at in your cycle in your monthly cycle so that you're getting the most bang for your buck when it comes to working out. So that is really, um, you know, kind of that's it when it comes to working out is that you don't have to do an elaborate workout. It doesn't have to be something with a ton of exercises or a lot of crazy exercises. I would say, again, focus on those big four movement patterns. So, you know, just to refresh, that's the knee dominant. So like your lunges, your squats, your hip dominant, which is going to be more deadlift, bridge, 
hip hinging, an upper body press or push, which is like the overhead push, the bench press, push-ups, and things like that. Upper body pull, which is your rowing, your pull-ups, pull-downs, and then a couple of core exercises. You want to think about when it comes to selecting weights, if you haven't done any sort of testing or you're not working with a trainer or a coach, a, a good general rule of thumb is that you want the weights to feel challenging but doable with good form. And something I, I often am coaching my clients on in the gym is thinking about the heaviest things that you are lifting outside of the gym. You want to make sure that whatever you're doing in your real life on a regular basis or a somewhat of a regular basis, that the things that you're doing inside of the gym or during your workouts is really going to help set you up so that those things are easier, right? So it's like if you're lugging around a you know, 12 pound or a 15 pound bag or backpack, then we want to make sure that some of the weight that you're lifting in the gym at least is going to be fairly close to that. Or for a lot of my moms that I work with, if you are constantly picking up your child that could be anywhere from, you know, 20 to 40 or 50 pounds, then we want to make sure that you are lifting again close to that so that your body is getting stronger. Uh, you're getting used to, to picking up that load with proper form. So that's a good rule of thumb if you're just just starting out and you have no idea really what weights to be starting with you want the weight to be challenging but doable with good form and you want to think about what am I doing on a regular basis in my life what am I lifting and picking up and how can I start to match that load in my workouts so that those things in the rest of my life gets easier so this was just a super quick episode I uh, really just wanted to kind of help you if you are struggling with not really knowing what to do in your workouts if you're short on time and it's like okay if I only have so much time, then what do I do? Again, start with the meat and the potatoes, those four main lifts, and then you can add some accessory work if you have the extra time or if you have specific uh, fitness or physique related goals that you are working on. I hope that this helps just kind of put that together for you so that you can have a solid workout routine that really will fit within the context of your busy life, but still get you moving in the right direction on those fitness goals. And if you are wanting a more customized or detailed program around the fitness, the nutrition, but also the life coaching, and you would like to learn more about working with me and utilizing my non-diet approach to your specific life and circumstances, then I want to invite you to take me up on the free consult that I would love to have with you. You can schedule that by going to aliciacarlson.com contact, or you can come and find me over on Instagram or Facebook at Alicia Carlson underscore on Instagram and the Facebook link will be in the show notes below. Have a great rest of your day. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman in your life that is needing this encouragement would really benefit from what we're talking about here. And if you haven't yet, go ahead and leave us a five-star review that will just help get the show in front of more people. Until next week, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.